Hello and welcome to Perfectly Paranormal, episode 34. My name's Anna Schmidt and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. And today I'm sharing a nighttime conversation with a demon who wouldn't let me sleep. And this is a conversation I had back in 2014 when I was due to start an energy clearing on a property. And as usual, paranormals, as I call them, were up to deter me from doing the house job. Now, I can't remember the exact conversation that we had, as it's been a few years now, but you're going to get the gist of it. So generally now in 2023, these energy beings don't speak to me in my mind, but these energetic tricksters will use physical tactics to disrupt my sleep which I talked about back in episode 8. So if you're interested, check it out. Now I'm going to get into this story, so let me set the scene for you. Getting into bed late on a Sunday night, I was doing my best not to think about the client house clearing job that I was going to be doing the following day. Because I knew that if there were any paranormal beings present on the land, in the house, that they would be listening and observing me. And as usual, they would try and deter me from doing the job. And bedtime is their favourite distraction time. So I was starting to drift off into a very deep sleep when there was a loud cracking sound in the wall. Now it's where the ceiling connects to the wall, right above the window next to my bed. Now, this is a usual sign of paranormals entering my home, generally in the room that I'm in. Now, as I lay there quietly in bed, there was a very sharp tug on my blanket. And then there was a jolt on the bed and three internal knocks. They weren't on the door or on the walls or the window, but they were within the room. These internal knocks have a different echo, a different density to them, if you want to look at it that way. So as usual, I just ignored these supernatural antics and I just chose to roll over and focus on getting the best night's sleep that I could. So as I started to relax, a deep gravelly voice popped into my mind. Now, it was kind of whispering, random gibberish, nothing that really made any sense. But it was annoying, just the same. Now, assuming that this energy being was from the house-clearing job that I was doing the next day, I gave them my usual spiel. I opened my eyes and said, I can hear you. I am trying to sleep. You have the house for one more night, and I will start the property clearing in the morning. Still, the annoying whispering continued. And this time, I just chose to totally ignore it. I thought, right, I'm going to get to sleep. I'm going to ignore whoever this is that's in my bedroom. 
Now, after 10 minutes, I get really, really grumpy when these beings annoy me at bedtime and they know it. This is why they choose this time of the day to get in my head. So what I did, I opened my eyes and I just lay there staring into the darkness. Sitting on my bed about 50 centimetres away was a dense black mass. Now, it was darker than night, if that makes sense. Like I could see it clearly in my darkened bedroom. My eyes had adjusted to the darkness. Oh, now breathing in a deep sigh, I said, can I help you? And in my mind, I heard a very firm no. And that was that. And I'm like, okay. The paranormal addict in me wants to ask more questions. I want to know who this is, why they're in my bedroom. If they're not the normal paranormals from a house clearing job, then who is this? Well, what do you want then, I said. I'm tired and I really need some sleep. Now, I was getting a bit annoyed by now. Two minutes passed. No answer. And then it or he, as I like to address all dark energy beings. He said, I'm curious. Now this was interesting. Curious about what? I replied. You, he said in a firm voice. Now that got my attention. My paranormal addiction is like, wow, who is this? And I wasn't frightened at all. There was no issues about worrying about my safety or being harmed. If this energy being had wanted to harm me, would have done it by now. Would have waited till I went to sleep. They're simply not interested in doing that. There's always an ulterior motive to what they do. Now, I'm lying there and my mind is racing. And I'm thinking, how do I handle this situation? This is something new. Now, I carefully chose my words for my response. And I said, well, Why am I so interesting? There was a pause. You are different to others. Other humans thrive on fear and drama, and they live petty lives, lying and cheating, and they're deceitful. They fear us, even though some carry similar traits to us. And while this voice lingered in my head, I was thinking, how am I going to respond to that? Because you've got to pick your words really carefully. You don't want to upset these beings. You want to be as respectful as possible. I chose to listen intently. And he continued with, you don't fear us. And while I waited for more, there simply wasn't any. So I sat there. And I just waited and waited. And then I thought, well, I'm just going to keep the conversation going. If I want to know more, I'm going to have to do a little bit of poking and prodding here. I don't find you frightening, I said. Just different and maybe a little challenging, if it's okay to say. And I thought, are you here? Are you not here? Because the density of this being had changed. The darkness in the darkness had changed. So sometimes it's hard for our human eyes to follow and track where these beings go. And I heard next to me, like he'd moved. You help us. Why? He asked. Why not? I replied. I see you as energy beings with souls, like all other energy beings in existence. And in some way, I understand what it's like to be shunned by others, to feel like an outcast, to have to pave your own way. 
it can harden you and make you less approachable. And in a way, I'm talking about myself as much as these energy beings because I am different. I see the world in a different way. So I kind of understand people and energy beings and situations that are different from the norm, if there's such a thing. So I thought, right, I want more information. Like I was really getting into the swing of things now. And I said, can you tell me about yourself, please? And there was another pause. And I felt a sort of a nervous shift on the bed, as if he was thinking whether to respond or not. And he said quite proudly, I command the armies. Armies, I said, fascinating. Tell me more. And he said in an even bolder voice, we hold the balance. There cannot be light without darkness. There cannot be darkness without light. Tell me more, I said, getting really, really interested now into where he was going to go with this. And I was met with a very firm no. You do not need to know more now. The balance is all that you need to know. Well, that shut me up quick smart and I felt a little bit let down. But then again, I am talking with a dark energy being. You don't want to push them too far. They'll only tell you what they deem you need to know. And I didn't feel sick talking to this being. You always hear me talking about signs and symptoms of paranormal attachment, paranormal presence. I didn't feel sick. I didn't feel unwell. I was actually quite hyperactive and I had to keep myself calm, as well as calm as I could in that situation because this energy being had really triggered my paranormal addiction and I just wanted to know more and more and more. And I think in a way he felt that and that's why he shut down the conversation. Well, I let a minute go by and then I said, very calmly, I said, look, I'm curious. Why do you torture so many human minds and bodies with sleep deprivation, behavioural changes? You trigger us to reacting negative ways towards each other. And he was slightly annoyed and he said, well, we don't do that. You do that to yourselves with your millennia of greed and control and petty conniving ways, selfishness and irresponsibility. And I'm sitting there frowning and I'm kind of agreeing with him. And I did well to keep my mouth shut and to not butt in when he was speaking. And as I sat there thinking about it, I'm like, well, actually, yeah, as human beings, we create our own stuff. We can't blame anybody, living or non-living, for what we create. I wanted to see how I could get my head around delving deeper into this conversation. And I said, so you feel in us energetically what we create. And that draws you to us, our individual mental, emotional or traumatic life triggers. And you feed off those energetically. Yes, he said. He's very big on one word answers unless he gets on his soapbox. I think I kind of summed it up is that these energy beings feed off what we create. It is as simple as that. You've heard me talk about this before. And this was the very first in-depth conversation that I had with a lower vibrational being. And it was fascinating. I said to him, you teach us about ourselves, our hidden shadow selves, what we need to work on to live in a higher vibration. And again, 
the one word answer. Yes, is what he said. So he could tell that I got the message. And it was like, I wondered if he came to me that night to give me this inkling, this bit of insight. Because this is like 10 years ago. This is when I was really getting deep into working with the the dark and the demonic beings, not just shifting spirits from people's homes. So I wanted to know a little bit more because I thought this guy, he could just vanish at any stage. He could like, oh, I'm sick of her questioning, but I can't help it. I'm a little bit like Sherlock Holmes. Once I get my detective hat on, I just want to know. I just want to know more and more and more and more. Anyway, so I said to him, so he mentioned earlier that he leads the dark armies is where I was heading this time with my questioning. May I ask, please, what is your title? Now I was getting a little bit cheeky. I thought, I'll see how far I can push it. There was a pause again. These beings love pausing. And what I heard was, this is really important. This is important for the future going ahead 10 years. He said, I am a legion general. Sitting there in my head going, wow, wow. Like this this is a wow moment. And I very calmly said, do you have a name? His reply was rather interesting. Not that you would understand. We have an individual frequency that identifies us from others. And on that note, he left. And the energy of the room lightened quite quickly. And I felt suddenly very, very sleepy. So I think that I passed some sort of test that night. Now, most people listening to this are going to think that I'm nuts. I have to tell you I'm not. Now, I simply just want to offer another perspective on the energy world around us and how I live in it on a daily basis. So let's skip forward in the future. So in 2020, the Legion General became what I call (laughs) my Dark Realm Overseer. Now, you're going to go, what is she talking about? Now, for 12 to 18 months in 2020, I wrote a paranormal handbook and accorded the darkness around us. And it talks about different levels of dark and demonic beings as I have experiences with through my client work. I talk about why they're here, how they attach to people, lots and lots of signs and symptoms, how you can do some simple methods to clear dark energy from your home and also where they go when they leave our reality. Also, I talk about paranormal addiction because that is a huge draw card for these paranormal beings to people. So anyway, he was given the job. I don't know if he rolled his eyes or stomped his hooves, but he was given the job to watch and oversee me and the content of this book, page by page, chapter by chapter. And boy, did he learn some patience in those 14 to 18 months. Seriously, never had to deal with a human for such a long period of time. I just stood my ground. I was calm, I was polite, and I was respectful. So that has earned me what I call the tick of approval. So I am seen as working for the light and the dark. So you might want to call me a mediator. You know, I'm sitting in the middle. I'm sitting on the fence, a bit like Switzerland. 
And I'm the neutral place where I work with the light and I assist the dark. Now, some of these dark beings want to raise their vibration. That's the topic for another episode. Some of these dark beings just want to go back out in the environment, as they do when they leave homes. But it's about just understanding how this works. And respect plays such a vital role in doing this work. Oh, and don't forget, if you like the content of this podcast and you don't want to miss any future episodes, please subscribe. And you can share with your friends so we can get the message out there. We can spread the message about these paranormal pranksters and what they get up to in our homes. I would really appreciate it. So in episode 35, I interview people from all different walks of life. And today I have an interview for you with George Anthony Hernandez. George is in San Quentin Prison in California. He's on death row and I'm interviewing him through the prison tablet, which they're allowed to use for communication with the outside world. And George has some paranormal stories that he'd like to share with you about his sleep paralysis experiences. And we're also going to look at what causes sleep paralysis from my perspective and why we see these dark energy beings during those nightmarish experiences reported by so many people. So thank you for joining me today. And don't forget, if you want to share a paranormal experience just with myself, or you would like me to share one of your experiences through my podcast, You can do a voice recording or you can write out your experience and I will read it exactly as you have written. Email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com. And for information on paranormal house clearing, you can visit my website, Spiritual Being. You will find the address in the description box. And I look forward to sharing this spooky space again with you next week. And remember... Life is perfectly paranormal.